This is Deacon Greg Schneider from St. Paul's Episcopal Church in Beloit, Wisconsin, bringing you Life Transformed, the Way of Love in Lent from the Episcopal Church USA. Welcome to Session 1, titled Dead to Sin, Alive in Christ. Another step in the way of love called Turn. Let us begin today, or enter the way, with prayer. Almighty God, by your baptism into the death and resurrection of your Son, Jesus Christ, you turned us from the old life of sin. Grant that we, being reborn to new life in him, may live in righteousness and holiness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let's remember the way, or the reading from Scripture. The Scripture lesson from today is from Romans chapter 6, verses 3 to 11. Do you not know what all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore we have been buried with him by baptism into death, so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in death like his, we will certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body of sin might be destroyed, and we might no longer be enslaved to sin. For whoever has died is freed from sin. But if we have died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. We know that Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. The death he died he died to sin once for all, but the life he lives, he lives to God. So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. For the ancient church, the Easter vigil was the night when catechumens, those who had been studying for months in preparation for their baptisms, would enter into the waters of new birth and emerge members of Christ's body, the Church. Our current baptismal practices rarely do justice to the drama that those nights would contain. We have evidence that catechumens would be asked to stand on a hair shirt, a mark of penitence, confess their sins and renounce Satan and all the forces of wickedness that drew them from the love of God. As they did so, they would turn towards the west, the direction associated with death, since the sun always sets over the western horizon. Then they would turn and face east, the direction of new life and resurrection. As they watched the sun begin to rise, they would make their profession of faith and walk into a large font. Indeed, the fonts would likely have been shaped as crosses or sarcophagi, a larger, more elaborate casket to call to mind Paul's words about being buried with Christ in baptism. A jar of oil would be poured over their heads, and they would be dressed in a gleaming white garment. Finally, 
they would be ushered into another room where all their Christian brothers and sisters would greet them. The room was lit with the new fire of Easter, and they were invited to taste their first Eucharist. The drama and mystery of the moment are palpable even now. It is no wonder that this ancient rite has been adopted into our modern Easter practices and every baptism. In our baptism, we have turned from a life of sin and begun to walk the way of love back to God. In our baptism, we have turned from death itself and been joined with Christ in his everlasting life. And in our baptism, we have turned from living a life alone and have become one with the whole church as members of the body of Christ. In his letters to the Romans, Paul lays out his theological belief that baptism is the turning point in our new life with Christ. It is the time that we leave the life of sin and death behind us to be born into life that is eternal. Paul's vision of a baptismal life is one lived free from the weight of everlasting sin and death. What does it mean to be free from that burden? How much does sin weigh on you? Do you remember your baptism? If so, what was it like? If not, what might your baptism be like if you were to be baptized today? Turning is a practice that involves confessing our sins as well as forgiving others. Think of a story about a time when you were forgiven. How did it feel? On the email giving you a link to this podcast, you're given a copy of the Easter Vigil, or it can be found in the Book of Common Prayer. Take a moment to review the parts of the Vigil and make notes of what sticks out to you. Have you ever been to an Easter Vigil? If so, what did you notice? If not, what part intrigues you? Think about specific practices of turning away from forces that separate us from God and turning towards Christ. Formal examples include the general confession and the reconciliation of a penitent, both in the Book of Common Prayer. Informal examples include the Ignatian practice of examine to reflect on each day. The examine consists of asking pairs of questions such as the following. What has brought you joy this day? What has brought you sorrow? Focus on those things that bring you joy. They are likely those that draw you closer to God. Mm-hmm. 
What are the places in your life that need to be turned back to God so that new life can break forth? I'm going to give you a task to do before the next session. Take a piece of paper and an envelope. Take time to write a letter to yourself containing your hopes and prayers for this journey. Imagine that you are starting this time by facing towards the metaphorical West in your life. The habits, beliefs, or behaviors that draw you from the love of God and make a commitment to turn away from them. See this as an opportunity to turn to a new way of life with God, which is promised to us in baptism. Seal your letter in the envelope, and keep it safe until after the last session. Let us end with prayer as we are being sent on our way. Almighty God, who through your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, overcame death and opened to us the gate of everlasting life, grant that we, who celebrate with joy the day of the Lord's resurrection, may be raised from the death of sin by your life-giving Spirit, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Thank you for learning with us today. Join us next time to learn more about the way of love.